because I, I know how much you love the cold opens. It's ice cold <laughs> in here. It's so cold. Yeah. And you know what you know what you need when you're that cold, Brownie? Oh, you gonna get, this is our cold open the heated you know, core. I, I mean cold opening heated core it makes sense guys if you're listening to this podcast make sure you check out heated core man they they give you a battery powered just like you're pretty much on um, iron man but like really warm and you don't have superpowers the thing's sick check it out heatedcore.com promo code morning skate 15 you say 15 percent i have a i have a uh, pumpkin candle lit right now because i'm full fall right now i'm so excited it's getting a little colder out at night it's so, August. It, it is August, but have you noticed that it's a little bit colder than it normally is? Or is that just uh, me? Yeah, it might just be you. And you're in upstate, so who knows? <laughs> well, guys, head over to heatedcore.com again. Promo Heated code core. morning skate. Heated core. Promo code morning skate 15. And guys, by the way, that is how you do a cold open. Guys, this is episode 297, and it's going to be titled Ked's Back. And if Ked isn't back, I don't know what you're thinking about, because that cold open, throwing in heated core, I had about 30 seconds of that intro to just talk myself up in my head and talk about how just brilliant that was. But I am back after what seems to be like a two-month (laughs) sabbatical-ish, give or take. Um, Had some family stuff go on. Shout out to Fink for filling in. Shout out to Brownie for doing all these interviews. I'm going to get emotional for a second, guys. So my uncle passed away. Really, really shitty. I was decently close to him, but it was like my mom's best friend. My mom's had like the worst five years ever. Like dogs died. Her mom died. Her husband died. Her best friend, who was her brother, died. Just been miserable. So obviously it's like really shitty. Um, She wrote up the eulogy, but she didn't really feel comfortable talking in front of people. So I went up there, did the eulogy. Uh, We ended up burying my uncle. And mom's having a moment. We stand out by the truck. I'm just making sure she's okay. And some fucking putz comes walking up. And I'm thinking to myself, does this guy have no idea what the fuck's going on? Like, I didn't know who he was. I'm like, I'm having a moment with my mom. Am I about, am I about to fight somebody? And who is it? It's fucking Brownie. Brownie drove, I don't know how, three hours probably. Yeah. It was early in the morning. He shows up. I couldn't believe it. It was like, it, it was a core memory. I've never met you before. So yeah, that was the first time we met in person, which it, was... Uh, it, it is, but you know what? It, and this is anybody you can feel free to fast forward. Cause it's about to get real soft in here um, for never meeting you. I feel like obviously we do the podcast, but we also check in on each other. We make sure everybody's families are doing good. Yeah. We talk, we don't just talk about hockey. Like I consider you one of my really, really good friends. So that Thank was just God. a very, very special moment to me. I just wanted to shout you out there. Um, yeah. So you're my hero. <laughs> I'm just going to do my hero, my zero. You're my hero and the zero. I'm going to say this is off the charts right now. My brain is just like going zero is the U S women's national team, soccer team, Megan Rapino, uh, dancing around doing TikTok dances and then getting eliminated by Sweden. So they didn't take it seriously. You hate to see it. Um, I bleed red, white, and blue, just very, very disappointing. So I, I, I couldn't not say that because I feel like everybody believes that. So that is my hero and zero. We'll get into your hero zero in a, in a bit, but I've been talking for three minutes and 45 seconds straight. <laughs> so Brownie, what's going on, dude? Buddy, I'm just glad you're back. I've had to fucking be in the big boy chair for like three podcasts in a row. Yeah. God, God damn, it's a pain. 
It is not. I so much love coming in here half wrapped and just doing like beep, 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 boo, and and just being an idiot. But when I'm like, I gotta, I mean, talk, ask questions, focus, hit the buttons, play the music. It's a lot, man. And uh, hats off to you. And uh, you know, funny, you said about the eulogy, buddy. If you didn't read the eulogy, I was not 100% sure it was you. I was looking and I'm like, I think that's Jimmy. I think that's him because we've never met. And yeah. then you get up to do the eulogy and you're like, ah, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, that's him. <laughs> yeah. I was I was greasing the pipes. It ended up going good. I appreciate you. No, it was great. Up. It was great. It was great. Um, And then after that, dude, I've just been kind of shocking. Uh, Ked Bender alert. It's just been my entire summer, dude. I'm so ready for fall so I can stop doing this. Went to the gym, cooked today. I feel like I'm getting back in the swing of things. Got work tomorrow, pumped, ready to go. But um, we got to talk some hockey, man, because a lot of shit's happening. And what's really, really funny, again, a brilliant Ked move. We were supposed to have a podcast Friday. Yeah. I was tired. I got out of work. Didn't really want to do it. I'm thinking release a podcast on a Saturday might not be the best idea. And then I hit Brownie with a, you know what, dude? I think Eric Carlson is going to go to Pittsburgh. And if we do a podcast now, I mean – Come on, it I'm be better if that was the first story in the doc, but it's not. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's just hop into it. We have a gigantic doc. So, yeah. um, Sorry, Mia Culpa's. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpa's with Ked and Brownie. I forgot. I forgot about those videos. The videos are unreal. <laughs> I right. wish. I wish now that now that uh, that we're here. I so for those who didn't know, one of the people I interviewed was uh, Northeastern head coach Dave Flint. Great great interview great guy uh but it's still it's not like it's coach carp it's it's coach flint it's a little bit more gravitas but when we were kind of shooting the shit before we started recording i should have played him those videos because that would have completely broken the ice oh yeah i've been like i've been like flint you don't want me out there practice check this hey hey, coach (laughs) check it check out this fucking this stop right here uh all right so mia culpa's burt young we talked about him he is still alive at 83 we were not sure so good on him Good on uh, and, and then two two I missed it missed for characters Smoking the Bandit and Clint Eastwood Philo Beto. Do you ever you know those movies? Any which way any which way but loose when he had the orangutan? No, I don't, I don't know. You that one. Up. You <laughs> up. Uh, Eric Halla, we talked about him a bit after being eliminated by Carolina for three years in a row. Was spotted at a golf tournament and he had a cane suck bracelet like those Taylor Swift ones where you can do all the letters. Like one of his kids must have made it. Yeah. Uh, the Vegas Globe. Did you know this? That huge globe is the brainchild of the New York Rangers owner James Dolan. No, I didn't know that. He's been like the driving force behind this thing. I had so, no idea. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Chief Saholic was caught in California four months on the run. He's charged with federal bank robbery and transporting stolen goods across state lines. Why he didn't go to Mexico is beyond me, but maybe he was working his way there. He's in California. Why leave the best country on earth? Because you're wanted for federal crime. Yeah, but like, I mean, if he wants to get away with it, yeah. But there's something about a dude who's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm still living my life that I can get. Like 28 years old. When you rob a bank, I think the goal is to get away with it. Most times, I would. I mean, how long was he on the loose for? Four months. I'll give him that, dude. Four months. Yeah, good on him, right? And no one got hurt. So in the current climate, like with fucking like uh, everybody's got a ring camera. Like every street sign has it, and he lasted four months. Yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, and uh, so for those that don't watch other sports but hockey, there's been this big thing in the NFL about running backs not getting paid, and they're all pissed off and everything, and it's been a lot all over the news because uh, the NFL and the owners treat them basically as disposable. And Jonathan Taylor for the Indianapolis Colts, who's arguably one of the best running backs in the league. Can you tell I've been doing my fantasy football prep to get ready? Yeah. But he's arguably one of the – or he was one last year one of the best running backs in the league. Wanted more money. Jim Mersey had a meeting with him, the owner, and was like basically like, hey, man, you die, I die. The NFL moves on. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know. Yeah. And so he's upset. He's Now he's got a back injury. They're, they're, it's like a dick-measuring contest. Well, Jim Mersey, who's a little bit of a wild cannon – he is uh, he's ingratiating himself with the future orca gods. He's putting up $20 million to fly a captive orca called Lolita or Tokatai. That's her indigenous name from Miami to Puget Sound, where her pod still lives. So how's a fuck you to Jonathan Taylor? I'm going to spend 20 million to fly this fucking whale across the country. It's a fuck you because nobody's going to be pissed at him for doing that. Exactly. That's <laughs> a fucking Everybody's going to be pissed. Like, you won't pay Jonathan Taylor, but hey, I saved this orca. And everybody's going to be like, oh, you're right. Good job. <laughs> How much? 20 mil? Yeah, 20 mil. 20 but mil a year. 20 million is nothing. So, there you that, have it. Bro. There's our... Oh, do you want to do... You know what? We'll have to do the Canadian teams next week because I forgot them upstairs. Okay, that's fine. So, we have enough anyways. We don't need that whole argument. But for those that don't remember, we were talking about all-time Canadian teams... Uh, Current and former, uh, because I said Jerome McGinley, and that's what started this whole thing. Shocking. So there you uh, go. NHL the news. All right, NHL in the news time. Let's kind of hop right in. Seattle Kraken. They signed Pierre Edward Bellamar to one year, seven hundred seventy-five thousand dollar contract. Will Borgen, two years at 2.7, and restricted free agent Kale Fleury for two years at 800000 I think that's a pretty good deal for Kale Fleury. Um, yeah, the Kraken also extended head coach Dave Haxtell for another two seasons, and they re-upped Vince Dunn four years at 7.35 AAV, avoiding arbitration. That's a pretty big deal for him. That's a big deal for Vince Dunn, and I think it's a good number for the team, and it's only four years. I think that's the key to it. It's the four years, is that's not bad, right? Like yeah, that's a that's that's smart. I don't know how old he is, but he can't be more than 30. I mean, that's <clears throat> the Rangers signed Fox, seven years, 66 million, AAV of 9.5. Vince Dunn's going to be making 7.35. I don't hate it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, and I, I think you nailed it with the four years too, because like if it doesn't work, oh well, that's a contract yeah. that you could even kind of put some money back and be like, hey, we'll retain if we need to yeah, if it gets exactly. to that. But he's been really good for him, dude. And, yeah. and a team that's brand new, you need you need to have a core. You need to have your fans coming to the rink every day, seeing the same kind of guy. Yeah, for Vince Dunn, sell the shirt. Um, was he St. Louis? Dunn, yeah, I think so. Fuck right, him. yeah, suck it. St. Louis, uh, Pittsburgh. They signed well, Vinny. Well, this is part of Pittsburgh. I didn't realize there were two Pittsburgh. So just keep oh, going. Good, man. So Pittsburgh signed Vinny Henestrosa one year at seven hundred and seventy-five. Andreas Johnson for one year at eight hundred K. And Johnson Gruden, um, uh, is that his actual name? Is there Johnson yeah. Gruden? And yeah, that's why he goes by Jonathan and not John. One year seven hundred seventy-five K. And Ty Smith one year at seven hundred seventy-five K. That's uh, it. That's all Pittsburgh's done. Move on. <laughs> wait, is, wait, I'm trying to find Pittsburgh. Is it on oh, here? It's way uh, down. Right? It's after Montreal. So just keep going. We'll get there's more for Pittsburgh coming. So <coughs> on your hats. 
Okay. Um, Nate Thompson called it a career six round draft pick of the Bruins. He only played four games. He hung him up 15 year career for this guy. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Boston, New York Islanders, Tampa, Anaheim, Ottawa, LA Kings, Montreal, Philadelphia, and Winnipeg. I'm so glad that you listed all those out. I'm going to tell you why. So Hal texted us the other day and told us to check out this website called uh, Sudoku Puck Odoo. And essentially oh, what yeah, it yeah. is, you have different teams. It's a, it's a square box. And so if, if it's Winnipeg on top and Carolina on the side, you have to find a player who played for both of those teams. That was one that I couldn't get today. Nate Thompson. Played oh, Nate Thompson Winnipeg. was one that you couldn't get? I had no idea. I was trying to figure yeah. that out for hours. So uh, his stat line, 65 goals, 99 assists for 164 points and 844 games played. Doesn't tell the whole story. I mean, honestly, 844 games played, 164 points, and he had a 15-year career. So there's there's intangibles that goes into that. Like yeah. you wrote, a yeah. hard-nosed player, defensively responsible. Scored his first, first goal in his 16th game against a shorty against Henrik Lundqvist. Pretty cool. He battled injuries and substance abuse for the early part of his career. He's been sober since 2016, enjoyed a nice run as a veteran mentor of some of the today's NHL stars. And I'm pretty sure we can get him on the podcast. I got to talk to you. Uh, oh, Saturday I'd love to have him on the podcast. I, think I love the, the way he played. I'm like pretty sure. Uh, we'll figure that out. But right. uh, kudos to you, dude. 15-year career, man. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty fucking awesome. Uh, the New York Rangers signed Keandre Miller two years at 3.87. I like this dude, deal. That's a deal, right? <laughs> yeah, wow. it's a pretty good deal. Are they up? Is New York up against the cap? Is that why they don't have money? Yeah, they haven't even signed Lafreniere yet. Oh, okay. That makes so, sense. So it's just a little bridge deal. It's a bridge deal. I like this. Uh, he shows that to that he wants to stay in New York also. Yeah, and he shows glimpses of him being a one-man breakout. He can skate. He can defend. Me and, me and Rex, we talk about, we just really wish he added, like, I'm an asshole to his game. Um, I know that he's been on Dowdy, so you might. Or was he up? UFA? Was he RFA or UFA? RFA. Okay. <clears throat> um. We kind of want him to be a little bit more salty. Again, yeah. he did spit on Drew Dowdy, but I'm talking about like drop the mitts. Young though, he's young. I know, but if he were to bring that element to his game along with everything else, dude. 25? How old? 25? 26? He's not, maybe he's young. I mean, he hasn't been in the year the league that long. I can look that up right now. But you're telling me if he also added that whole "Hey, I'm gonna fuck you up" to his game, he wouldn't be a premier defenseman. Like that, I don't know. Well, I think that's trophy, but I think there's that that can come with time. You know. 23 years old. Oh, so. Jesus. Yeah, he'll be 25 when this contract ends. He's going to get paid. Yeah, probably yeah. will. Uh, Minnesota, they signed Philip Gustafson three years, $11.25 million, That's 3.75 a year. And re-signed uh, restricted for agent Brandon Duhame. Uh, one year, 1.1. A lot of these deals, guys not making a ton of money, but the guys that are making those deals are players that you need on your team to kind of make these runs, I think. Okay. Pretty much Pierre-Edouard Bellamar, I hate him because he gave away his medal, but like he can be a cocksucker to play against, and he's not oh, – yeah much money so um speaking of cocksuckers to play against washington uh everyone's favorite scumbag tommy wilson seven years 6.5 million aav uh <coughs> i'm okay with this dude tom wilson everybody hates him and that's why you have to respect them there's very yep. i mean how many how many players are there in the league i can think of two that are universally hated it's tom wilson and brad martian like those everybody hates those two people i don't right? think so Marshan doesn't injure people. That's the big difference for me. No, I'm just talking about people's perception. No, 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 I understand. I understand. And Marshan does injure people. Are you kidding me? I think that's fake news. <laughs> I don't know where you get wow. wow. That's what that's how we're gonna start this. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Per TSN, Toronto filed a $2.4 million a year. Actually, no, before we go back, are you good with the Wilson deal? Wilson adds a lot to Washington. Listen, um, I, I like the fact that... He protects his players. He fights. He stands up for people. He's a he's so hard to play against. He The seven-year deal is good for him because he always like to see the players get paid and good for me because he's that deal is going to be a crater around Washington's neck by the end of it. I think uh... – if I were to really, really look at the league, and, I, and this could be another thing that we do, we go through each every single team. There's probably maybe 20 guys in the NHL where, where you need to know if they're on the ice kind of a thing. And I, I think fair. Wilson's one of them, Brandon Tanev, like that Sam yeah. Bennett. Like people, when you're on the when you're on the ice, you got to make sure that you're – Well, you know, it's funny you up. say that. You say Sam Bennett's one of those guys and Matthew Kachuk is, and they Matthew play together. Kachuk. <laughs> well, so, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, those are the guys. When you, I'm, I mean, I'm not an NHL guy, but I'm assuming if you're in the NHL and you're playing against that team, you, you're probably pretty aware if you're out when they're out there. Yeah, for sure. And that's another intangible that he brings. So, mm, yeah, for sure. Uh, Toronto, per TSN Hockey, Toronto filed at 2.4, and Ilya Samsonov filed at 4.9. <clears throat> so end result, Samsonov, one year, 3.55. Amazingly, four days later, they announced that Matt Murray will be moving to LTIR and is out indefinitely. If you remember, this is kind of what Boston did. Uh, leading up to the trade deadline. This does not solve all of the Leafs cap issues as they are still nearly 9 million over the cap. That's oh, yeah. real. Yeah. Wow. Um, how safe is Sheldon Keith's job? The Leafs announced that they hired Guy Boucher and Mike Van Ryan as assistant coaches. Listen, Guy Boucher, I think, stepped away from hockey on his own terms. And if he's back as assistant coach, then he wants a head coaching job. I would yeah. think. I mean, I don't know him, but that's the inclination. Yeah. So that's got a Sheldon Keith's a little like, huh? What? <laughs> Over his shoulder. Where was I talking to you? Where you thought that there was an ex-player that really wanted a head coaching job? Was that like last podcast that we talked? I don't know. Or like the Rangers should have hired some. I for, I fucking forget. Never mind. Neither here right. nor there. Uh, Thomas Thomas Grice retired at the age of thirty-seven. The German-born netminer played three hundred sixty-eight games over fourteen seasons. San Jose Phoenix. Or Arizona, maybe. Well, no, it was Phoenix then. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh, New York Islanders, Detroit, and St. Louis. He went 162, 130, and 67 with a career, 2.77 goals against, 911 save percentage. Pretty good. Yeah. That uh, is right. Leads all German born goalies games played, was the first to take home the Jennings Trophy when he combined with Robin Leonard as the best tandem for the Islanders in 2019. He also won the 2005 U20 World Championship. Solid goalie, a good backup, you know, <laughs> pros, pro. You're not going to light the world on fire, but you take him over a lot of backups in the league. When you think of him, what team do you think? Uh, I think the Islanders with Laner. I think the Islanders, yeah. 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 Uh, Dallas Fink. Grab your lotion, dude. They uh, re-signed restricted free agent Ty DeLandria for one year at 900000 and Dennis Garianoff for one year at $850,000 a year. Um, again, I mean, there's a lot of deals here where people are not making a lot of money, but you got to fill those holes. Um, Tampa Bay re-signed restricted free agent Tanner Janot to a two-year deal worth $2.6 million AAV, which is hilarious because they gave up 14 draft picks to get where, where do they keep getting the money? I don't understand. I don't understand where they keep getting the money. Yeah, but 2.66 for a guy that you gave up? like I know. Well, I think they're they're hoping that he – what they saw in the run last year is not what they're getting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was also hurt. Remember, he got yeah. fucked up. So. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, Montreal signed newly acquired Alex Newhook for four years at a 2.9 million AAV. I think he's a good little player. I think he's going to yep. be a fucking pain in the ass to play against in Montreal. Mm. They were also involved in the three-team blockbuster trade. So there you we go. mentioned this earlier. Eric Carlson went to Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh got Carlson, Dylan Hamilick, a third-round pick, and Rem Pitlick via Montreal. San Jose got Mikhail Granlund, uh, Jan Ruda, a 2024 first-round pick, and Mike Hoffman. Actually, yep. not a bad get for San Jose. Yep. Uh, Montreal got Jeff Petrie. He's going back to Montreal. Casey DeSmith, Nathan Laguerre, a, a second-round pick. San Jose will retain $1.5 million of Carlson's salary through 2027. That's four years. And Pittsburgh will retain one point five six of Petrie's salary. That's two years. Um, All right. Before we go any further, who did the best in this trade, in your opinion? Uh, Pittsburgh. If they win the cup. I don't know if, if they win the cup. I think that they're definitely going to make the playoffs now. I don't – I mean, you're going to have – I don't know – Carlson's got four like, years there. I saw somebody put this up. Dubas got his next core four, and it was a picture of like Tavares, Nylander, Matthews, and Marner. Marner. And then Pittsburgh, Sid, Gino, Latang, and Carlson. What four are you picking? Oh, Pittsburgh's 100%. I think it's hard to pick against Sidney Crosby, dude. I would, take Pitts- I would take Pittsburgh's core four. Like if, you, if it was a four on four tourney. Right, no goalies. Just however many, like you're playing post, right? Mm-hmm. Four and four. <laughs> Forget about the positions. I'll take Pittsburgh's all day, every day. You know, you know what, what I'm I mean? really excited about, and for Pittsburgh now, Carlson's had injury issues, but he he crushed it. I think he's kind of getting back to where it is. Maybe he doesn't have injuries anymore. Knock on wood. He's Maybe, a dynamic yep. player, right? Mm-hmm. This is the first time in Chris Letang's career where he doesn't have to be the number one dude, and I'm interested to see what the fuck happens with him. Right, like you, so you you're telling me that Carlson's their top defenseman. I think in terms of offense, yeah. In terms of offense, power play yeah. one, right? But hey, listen. Oh no, it's a PK, Eric. You sit down. He's not a defenseman. Does Latang fucking penalty kill? Yes, he's top pair. I don't know. I think that this is going to take a shit ton of pressure off of Latang. Oh, I think so as well, and I think it's going to take some pressure off Malkin as well. Uh, and maybe maybe you don't have to pay, maybe you don't have to play Latang as much. Maybe you can kind of not maybe. monitor his minutes, but like Latang, he's had injuries. He mm-hmm. like the, well, he's had a few. I think he's had a couple strokes. Yeah. So like he's not one hundred percent healthy all the time either. I just think that this this is really really good for Pittsburgh. And if you look at the players that they had to give up on their team, like remember when they got Granlin and everybody was pissed about it? They're like, this yeah. is the move that they're going to make. Well, you don't have to worry about that now. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I think San Jose did pretty good in this deal. Yeah, I think I think the- everybody did okay. And I think if Pittsburgh wins a cup, they're going to be great. But this is going to – Pittsburgh is going to have a rough go of it towards the end of the – you know what I mean? It's it's coming. You like, yeah, but that, I mean, that, you have to. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, 100%. Listen, if I was a Pittsburgh – if I'm a, a Penguins fan, I'm like, let's go. We're, yeah, you know, we're going for the cup. Right the fuck up. And Montreal, um, I mean, you look at Montreal, they didn't do bad either. They got Petrie back. Petrie's was always yep. really good for them. Got a pick, Casey the so. Smith, and they yeah. got picks. Uh, so the other – I saw a thing today. They were saying that at this point, does Pittsburgh reach out and try to get Patrick Kane? Wow, that'd be crazy. Just for a one-year deal. Can you imagine that power play? It'd be pretty fucking fun to watch. I, it's ter- <laughs> terrible to watch the teams playing them, though. Holy yeah, shit, right, man. right, 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 right. So, <clears throat> um, Philadelphia, they signed restricted free agent Cam York, two years, $1.6 and Noah Cates, two years, 2.63. They also put Tony D'Angelo on unconditional waivers for the purpose of a buyout. Philly will be on the hook for two years at 1.66. Did Carolina pick him up yet? It's coming, yeah. Okay. Um, 
I think, I mean, this is a rough look for Tony D'Angelo again, just because it seems like every team he goes to, this happens. In this specific specific circumstance, it's going to sound like I'm just, you know, giving him excuses, which it could be. Uh, he didn't exactly go to a coach who's, like, easy to get along with. You know what I mean? He was with Torts. So I, I think it's good for him to go back to Carolina when, I mean, you didn't hear I mean, a Carolina peep knows, You can make the argument that Carolina knows what they're getting and they wanted him. So mm-hmm. you can you can make the other side of that argument just as easily. Yeah. You know. So I think that's good. I remember when Cam York came in the league, everybody thought he was going to be sick. Two years, right. one point six. You remember that? He was right. like the fucking big name for Philly. I mean, he's still super young, but yeah. Um, this is cool. Uh, Calgary announced that they will retire Mika Kripasov's thirty-four on March second of the upcoming season. He played thirteen seasons in the NHL with San Jose and Calgary. He went three nineteen, two hundred and thirteen and seventy-one. He had ten assists, forty-seven penalty minutes, had a line of a two point four nine goals against, nine eleven save percentage. <clears throat> went along with forty-four shutouts and six hundred twenty-four games played from the two thousand five. Listen to this. This is the part that's insane, dude. From 2005, 2006, and 2011, 2012, he played in over 70 games. He played 76 games, played twice each season. In those seven seasons, he played 514 games. Those are the numbers that I'll be equal to again. Never. I mean, yeah, the Cal Ripken of goalies. <laughs> yeah. And and you, I forgot about it until I was reading it, and I was like, holy shit, I, he was every game. Yeah, he was good, dude. He was yeah. – and he had, like, the cool name. Yeah. Like, when I think of Calgary goalie, that's kind of, that's got to be who I think of. When you think of San Jose goalie, who do you think of? I don't. I think of Joe Thornton and Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> it's Benny Nabokov, dude. Oh, That's yeah. I was going to say, you also think of Mike Vernon for Calgary also because of the cup. You know? Yeah. Uh, more Calgary sticking with Nutminders. The Flames AHL affiliate, the Calgary Wranglers, brought home some AHL hardware. Dustin Wolf was named the AHL's President Award Player Excellent Award. Last season, he led the AHL in wins with 42. Save percentage, 932. Goals against, 2.09. Shutouts with 7. Minutes played, 3,238. Saves, 1540. And shots faced, 1653. I'm doing whatever I can to make positive news for the Flames. <laughs> That's big of you. Um, two sides of every story. Vander Kane left Hockey Diversity Alliance HDA with a statement saying that as one of the co-founders, he was unhappy with the leadership direction as Kane feels it is being used by members to individual agendas. A few days later, the HDA issued a statement saying in part that Kane has not been involved with the HDA for more than two years and his resignation and taking shots comes as a surprise and the reference to unfounded personal agendas are news to them. The HDA also said that Kane has tried to get more involved, but they felt uh, he needed to put in more work before rejoining the group. Another bad breakup involving Evander Kane. This this story is tough, right? Because Evander Kane founded this and he did it with the best intentions and it's turning into a two sides, like he said, he said. And I put it in here because it's something that we should talk about. Um, and it's like, well, if Kane's trying to join the group, but you're telling me he needs to do more work before joining the group, then what's he supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. So like, oh, you need experience to bartend. Well, how do I get experience? Well, you got to bartend. Well, mm-hmm. can I bartend? No, you need experience. And you just go round and round and round. So I feel for him, and which is not a normal spot. I, I like Kane as a player. I think he's a dummy in life. But this next story made me a little bit more on his side. Yeah, I mean, all intents and purposes, dude. He's he's kind of really cleaned up his shit since he's been right. And let's so, and and, and it, hockey diversity alliance. I would think you'd want more as opposed to less. Yeah. Do but, you remember? Do you remember when he went, when he went to Edmonton? We're like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, yeah, right, right, right. 
The morning skate difference. Um, <laughs> there was a video of him spotted at a beer league game. He dangled the entire side before dishing cross crease where his line mate missed and that. That was pretty funny. That was Dude, the line. kid was standing at the top of the paint and he missed. I don't know. It was harder to miss the net than it was to get it in the net. Do you think it's a cooler story that he can say he's the guy who missed the net or the guy who scored? Because if he scored, it wouldn't have been a video. I think it might have been a video either way because a cane was there and he was playing, dude. That was like sea level. Yeah. That was not good. I mean, yeah. wide stances, stick holding tripods. I think Kane was just out there tooling around, you know. Yeah. Um, Anaheim, they signed restricted free agent uh Niels Hoglander, two years, one point one, and they signed Troy Terry, seven years, seven million, cashed it in, earned it. Yeah, the new you know, culture of Anaheim. So Okay, so seven years seven, you want Troy Terry or Tom Wilson? Pretty close money. <laughs> I know I think it depends on what type of team you have. Yeah, no, that's fair. But it's just funny how you know every every uh you know different different plugs for every socket, right? You know what I mean? It's funny because I think if you're Anaheim, you're taking Troy Terry, but I think if you're Washington, you're taking Tom Wilson. East versus West. Right. Tom. Yeah. Like, I don't think either team's going to pick the that's other. Why, that's why I think it, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a little bit different for Carlson playing in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Eastern Conference, this is this is going to sound like such a dumb deal, but, fuck, this is going to suck playing the Hurricanes. They signed Brendan oh, yeah. to one year, 800000 Him and Tony D'Angelo are boys. Tony D'Angelo, one year, 1.6. They re-up Sebastian Ajo, eight years at 9.75. You're not an Ajo guy. I take Ajo over Savannah Jad any day of the fucking week. Well, I'll tell you right now, I would take – Tom Wilson, Troy Terry, Sebastian Ajo, in that order. I don't know. Sebastian Ajo is a good Sebastian fucking player. Ajo. He's a great I, player, I though. Him. I don't know. Uh, Carolina, I just feel like one of these years coming up, they're going to do it. It's uh, They seem like the old Lightning, kind of. They have the same core over and over and over again. These cores get a little bit older. Brenda Moore, I just think in the next like three years they'll have a cup. I'm going to hate it, but <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Detroit traded Dominic Kubelik and Donovan Sabrengo along with a 2024 first round pick and 2024 fourth round pick to Ottawa for Alex Dabrinkit. Red Wings then signed Dabrinkit four years, 7.8. Good deal for Detroit. Stevie Y gets his guy. Yep. Um, Boston signed Jesper Boquist one year, 775. And they re-upped uh, restricted free agent Ian Mitchell, one year, 775. Mark McLaughlin, one year, 775. They also avoided arbitration with Trent Frederick. Two-year deal, $2.3 million. It's a lot for Trent Frederick. Uh, then, not really. It, it's a lot, but it's, I mean, 2.3 is not bad. Um, then an arbitrator awarded restricted free agent Jeremy Swimman, one year, 3.475, which means there will likely be a deal or two coming to make room for the signings. Um, we'll see. All right, hang on. Hold on one second. Why isn't that uh, working? Well, I was I was going to move on to the ECHL. Uh, they announced. Hold on. Go ahead. Patrice Bergeron has called it a career after 19 seasons with the Bruins. <laughs> the 45th overall pick had 1,294 games played in the black and gold with a stat line of 427 goals, 613 assists for 1,040 points. 494 PIMS with another 50 goals, 78 assists, and 128 points in 170 playoff games. The 21st captain in team history earned a record six Selkie trophies to go along with his King Clancy, Mark Messier Leadership Award, and his NHL Foundation Award. He played in three All-Star games as well as being named to the All-Decade team for the 2010s. He's also a Stanley Cup champ along with a two-time IIHF Juniors Gold Medals. In 2005, he was actually the tournament MVP. Two Olympic golds, a World Cup of Hockey gold medal, and a Spangler Cup gold medal. 
Uh, he had a career plus minus of plus 354 and only one minus season with the Bruins and has set the standard for generations of future players in Boston. Uh, Bergie story coming. To oh my- yeah. It's the, so the reason Bergeron, uh, just playing a little bagpipes for Bergie. The reason, uh, the reason Bergeron was available to the Bruins at 45 was that was his pick because up until like 2006, I think it was, uh, if a free uh, uh, player signed, like a UFA signed with a team, you were awarded a compens- compensatory pick, and that was the Dallas pick for Billy Guerin. That's how they got Bergie. And for those that haven't looked at it, I've gotten a lot of – I hope he reads it. I don't know if he ever will, but I wrote a Dear Bergie letter on uh, the blog, and I've been getting, like, comments and direct messages from people all over social media thanking That's me. awesome. Yeah. So I hope, I don't know how we can make this, but if someone has any way to get that to Bergie, that'd be great if I knew he read it. I uh, I mean, I, I bust your balls. It took us about 30 minutes for you to mention him the first time of this podcast. <laughs> I told, so I told I, when I interviewed Jimmy Murphy, I told him how you track that. And he's like, I was, you know, he, he, he was agreed with me. I mean, <laughs> what would, what would Bergie do? You know what I mean? It's he, um, he is a player that I think myself and any other team or any other NHL fan of any other NHL team wishes that their franchise could get a hold yeah. of. Yeah. Um, so they've already announced they're retiring his number this coming season. Uh, I looked at tickets. Me and one of my buddies were talking about it. And we can get load seats, which are, you know, down low for like 400 bucks or something, you know, pushing five. And I said to him, I go, look. Can we justify this that like I won't go to a Bruins games for like four seasons? Because I think you, I think you need to go. Because you spend like a hundred bucks every time you go. So he's your he's he's your second favorite player of all time, dude. I think oh, you need I, to go. Yeah, it might even be closer. He might be like one A, one B with Iggy, you know? I think <clears throat> I mean they didn't retire Zuccarello's jersey, but I made sure I was there the first game he came back. Like yeah. you have to. I. And that's the other thing that everybody you'll pick, you about will him. kick yourself in the ass if you don't. Yeah, that's the other thing too with everybody talking about him leaving. It's like, would you have rather imagined him in another sweater? I mean, God, imagine that. So. And to me, I just I respect players that stay with one team. Agree. Like, if it's their call, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Patrice Bergeron, hell of a career. Um, Brownie thinks he's coming back. So that's what Boston does. They love getting like these attentions. Oh, I'm retiring. Pay attention to me. And then they come back. So. Um, the ECHL has announced that the board of governors approved expansion membership for Lake Tahoe to begin playing 2024, 25. I guess it's like kind of a cool thing just because this spot's kind of always brought up. If there's new teams and shit, it'd yeah. be a trial run. Maybe they crush it. Yeah. And well, listen, if you're playing in the ECHL, I'd imagine that where you play makes a big difference because the money's not everything, right? Mm-hmm. And to be playing in Lake Tahoe, you're probably like, hell yeah, let's go, you know? Yeah. Uh, St. Louis signed Oscar Sunquist, one year, 775, and restricted free agent Alexi Toropachenko. Toropachenko, yeah. Uh, two years, 1.25. Uh, cool. Um, Nike has permanently called or permanent, permanently. Wow. Ended their sponsorship of hockey Canada's men's team amid their numerous sexual assault scandals. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it at the beginning, do it at the beginning. Right. But I understand why, why they did this. And I, I do appreciate that they made the distinction to not pull the, the sponsorship of the women's team. Cause that's, you know, it it shouldn't be lumped. They shouldn't get dragged down. No, I get that. Um, Colorado re up newly acquired Ross Colton four years, four million dollars a year, dude. Holy fuck, that makes Trent Frederick feel <laughs> all right, though, doesn't it? 
<laughs> That's wild. And they have Georgia. Yeah, they'll never win another cup. I love it. Uh, Winnipeg signed Gabriel Velarde, two years, 3.4, and restricted for agent Morgan Barron, two years, 1.35. Shout out to Morgan Barron. Hockey East Defensive Player of the Year, Cornell, Rangers draft pick. I always kind of yeah. wish it panned out for him, but um, Alex Galchenyuk, just 12 days after acquiring the winger in Arizona, he was arrested for a hit and run and charged with private property hit and run, disordered conduct, failure to obey, resisting arrest, and threatening or intimidating. Scottsdale Police Department reportedly said there were no injuries in the incident, only property damage. After crashing his car into a sign per the SPD, Galchenyuk uh, appeared erratic and acting aggressively towards the officers. While using racial slurs directed at a training officer, Galchenyuk threatened the other officers at the scene, said he had connections in Moscow, and that I'm going to chop you, your wife, or your daughter. And one phone call, and you're all dead. Your whole family, your bloodline is dead. Uh, <laughs> the Coyotes issued a statement and said, in part, they have exercised the team's right to terminate the contract due to material breach of terms in the standard player's contract. Uh, he did clear waivers. This is kind of wild because if you look him up, it says he's American. You ever see that? No, I didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, he might have dual citizenship, maybe. Yeah, so if you're an American-Russian, you're. I mean, I think if you're a Russian-Russian, I think you can kind of say your bloodline's dead. But if you're an American-Russian, it's just not a good look for the U.S. At what point is it ever a good idea to be like, do you know who I am? I mean, that he, never ends well, ever. He and, had and to have been fucking buckled to yeah, be saying yeah. shit like that. Like, for sure. For sure. Um. Yeah, not a good look. The Coyotes also signed Zach Sanford one year, 775, and Travis Dermott one year, 800. Actually, it came out today. They signed um, uh, Matt Dumba one year. I think it's 3.9, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Dumba but, left mini. Um, well, he had no – they weren't going to sign him. I mean, I mean I think honestly, it, this thing, you know what Dumba's thinking? Arizona, I think. Yeah, I think Dumba's thinking it's a one-year deal come deadline. Arizona's going to want to get some picks, send yep. me to a playoff team. Exactly. Um, Ottawa has signed Vladimir Tarasenko one year deal, five, five mil. The deal includes a full no trade clause. Expect to when, see which we talk about the, the dumping at the deadline. Yeah, expect to, see, expect to see a uh, deal to the Rangers come deadline. Uh, <laughs> Jersey Devils, Chris Tierney, one year, 775, and Thomas Noshik, one year, one million. I know Hal's heart is so big right now. Uh, Islanders, Albert Wallstrom, one year, 874,000. Bust. Uh, NHL in the Olympics, new head of the NHLPA, Marty Walsh, had this to say. My focus is to try and make NHL participation at the Olympics happens. Players want that best-on-best best tournament. We see this every time. Don't get no, your hopes up. You, it's not going to happen. Have you noticed, though, it's the, the reason I put this in, it's the verbiage, right? Every time a player talks about it, they all say best-on-best. Best. This mm -hmm. is what we want. We want best-on-best. Best. That's just the, the terminology from the NHLPA. And I just – I thought it was – significant that marty walsh is using the same terminology you know he's not saying we want our players in the olympics he's like we want the best on best that's i feel it's a significant change that they're all on the same party line and i think that might move the needle now i wonder if marty walsh had nothing to do with boston if you feel the same line who knows um <laughs> vegas they re they signed restricted for agent brett howden two years 1.9 good for brett howden uh yeah. he sucked with the rangers but he played pretty good in the fucking playoffs for them so do you know i met marty walsh once of course you did. Where and we had, we have a picture and he and nobody does when he gives the thumbs up in every picture. Go Bruins. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's great for the. Yeah, I guess I can dig it out of my phone. Great for Keep the NFLPA. <laughs> uh, Marion Hosa is having a goodbye game to thank the fans for the support. This He's invited crazy, former dude. former teammates and friends of the game, uh, and proceeds being distributed through his nonprofit Haas Heroes. Some of the lineup that's been released so far: Nick Lindstrom, Zidane Ochara, Dustin Bufflin, Nicholas Jarmelson. Big Martin. buff. Marin Havlett, Patrick Sharp, Marion Gabrick, Tomas Kopecky, 
Daniel Afferson, uh, Mikel Hansis, Michael Hansis, uh, Miro Satan, Jonathan Taves. The game will take place uh, 8-18 in Trenton. I mean, dude, it's a pretty good fucking hockey team right there. Yeah, that is great, great hockey team right there. I mean, to see Big Buff alone, it would be would be worth the price of admission. I think so, too. I wonder how big he is. I can't wait to see pictures. <laughs> uh, Phil Kessel. He didn't. He doesn't miss his shots for Kessel's day with the cup. He took it to Toronto. Yep, the city that dumped him, saying they never won a cup. That's where he had his third day with the cup. Good for Phil. All right, hold on. I found it. What'd you find? Oh, you and Marty Walsh. We are checking out the YouTube. Go Bruins. NHLPA. He has a Bruins hat on. That's nice. That was when he was the mayor. Yeah. I was working uh, on a house right down the street from him. Bobby Orr, story of the week, per Phil Esposito. Once we were uh, killing a penalty against the Oakland Seals, Bobby took the puck behind our net, tussled with one of their guys, and lost one of his gloves. He went around the blue line, came back, picked up his glove, and killed well over a minute of that penalty while keeping possession of the puck, and then he scored. Greatest thing I ever saw. I tried yeah, to find a video guy of playing, that. That's a guy playing beer league in the NHL. I, I was trying to find a video of it. I couldn't find it. There's not a there's not a whole lot of specific video specificity in the videos. You can put up clips of Bobby Orr all day long, but to find a particular game is hard. Um. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna dump and change. Oh. Have technical uh, difficulties there. Have you seen this guy? Is it Ellie or Ely? You're more. I think it's Ellie. Right? Ellie. Ellie De La Cruz. He's on. He's unreal, dude. This guy. I, I don't listen. It's been well documented since I've joined this podcast that I don't really follow baseball. But this kid, holy shit! During a game against the Brewers, he was at bat with runners in scoring position with two outs, down 0-2 in the count. He single, driving in the go-ahead run. He then sold second and beat the throw and then stole third without even a throw by the catcher. While the pitcher on the mound was oblivious, he stole home. How, when was the last time someone stole home? Does that happen a lot? No, it doesn't happen a lot. I'm going to have to yeah. watch that. I didn't see that. So, and then uh, this was a few days after the Washington Nationals called for a bat check because he has this, um, I guess in the minors, there's this big knob on the end that they <laughs> have a, like a tracking thing so you can tell all kinds of stats. Yeah. And he, he took the stat piece of it out but he likes the feel of it so they called him for a bat check and with the oversized knob which is legal and then the ump's rule the bat was regal and his next at bat he put the ball out of the park and into center field he also hit for the cycle in just his 15th career major league game which i know is a goofy fan thing but still it's an accomplishment that's fucking sick dude the cycle is hard yeah how often then, do people hit triples he also, the scoreboard crew, the Brewers scoreboard crew, mocked him for a fly ball by putting up on the board, almost hit a fly ball in the first, but didn't. And then in his next at-bat, he hit a 450-foot home run. Like, this guy is the reason I think the Cincinnati Reds are, like, a legit World Series uh, contender. I don't know the odds on him and stuff. I mean, but... he's, he's just electric. I'm watching this video right now. Oh, when he stole all the bases? That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. And he see and he's big smile and, and he he's, looks having, like he's fun. having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Breaking Bad sequel in, of course, Florida. Uh, Japanese steakhouse has been shut down after seven customers had to be hospitalized after eating at the restaurant. After an investigation by the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office, they uncovered methamphetamine in the soy sauce. The officials, the officials tested multiple bottles and to-go packets. I don't know how they got it in a fucking to-go packet, and found them positive for meth. 
The investigation was closed and no charges filed as the officers were unable to determine who contaminated the food due to a lack of witness observations and surveillance footage. I mean, come on. Like, man, I, I, don't, what, I don't even know what it does. Like, what if you ingested it, the same as smoking it, you think? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't not know either. <laughs> yeah. And as a podcast, we are not endorsing meth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anti-meth. Yeah, anti-meth. 84-year-old. Hold well, on. The, the best part of this thing is the restaurant closed July 7th as the owner stated that they were unable to financially keep the restaurant going. That reminds me of Joe Exotic when he's like, I'm never going to be able to financially recover from this. <laughs> Same kind of thing. Dude. Well, clearly the owners weren't selling the meth. Yeah. Uh, which I think is cheap anyways. Uh, 84-year-old Nat Reed has now traveled all of Amtrak's tracks. The last leg of the journey to travel all 21,400 miles of train tracks came to a close a few weeks ago when he hopped aboard Antrax 681 out of North Station in Boston and took it up to Brunswick, Maine to see Hal, apparently. He uh, completed the undertaking that he said took decades of his life to achieve. He is believed to be the first person to accomplish the feat. That's kind of cool. It's a lot of money. You think? Yeah. Well, dude, if he's 84 years old, I'm sure the train wasn't very expensive when he started. Uh, maybe. I mean, that's, I, I guess. Dude, no, no, no. no. I, the train, my, so my little cousin is going to come up from New Jersey. And I think to go from Penn Station to North Station in Boston, me and his mom looked at it. I think it's like, I think it was like $42. Oh, that's not bad. I don't know. It's still, I mean, it's still in the thousands. Yeah, probably, but over 84 years or whatever. Yeah. Uh, all right. So a trio of people have passed away. Tony Bennett, Sinead O'Connor, and Paul Pee Wee Herman Rubens all passed away since you and I last were on the pod together. Uh, Tony Bennett, who Frank Sinatra once called for my money, the best singer in the business, passed at age 96. He had 20 Grammys to go along with his seven or his, sorry, his two Emmys and earned a bronze star in World War II, which I did not know. So good on him. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, who passed at age 50 from still unknown causes. The two trying Grammy Award winner was very political and most well known for speaking out about the Catholic Church hiding of sexual predators eight to 10 years before the Boston Globe spotlight team unearthed the actual truth. And um, <laughs> I, at age 70, after a battle with cancer, was most well known for his portrayal of Pee Wee Herman on television and in film. He had dozens of film and television credits, will best be known for his role as Pee Wee. Uh, you ever seen the movie Mystery Men with Ben, uh, ben Stiller? I don't think so. He's Paul Rue is in that, and he's, his, his name is The Spleen, and he's hilarious. And uh, I, he shared a birthday with uh, myself and Adam Oates. We all have the same birthday. There you go. <laughs> and this last one. So I had a buddy who's actually buying a new Volvo, and I told him about this, and he was bullshit that he, the dealership, didn't tell him about this. So if you want to buy a Volvo, you can, you should buy your car overseas. If you buy the car in Sweden, you will receive two round-trip tickets to Sweden to desk drive your car, including airport pickup and a stay at a luxury <laughs> hotel. You'll then have two weeks to explore Europe in the car with insurance covered by Volvo, Volvo then ships the car to you uh, for free. The price of the car doesn't increase with this program. Anywhere you buy a Volvo, the price is the same. But this is the way to do it if you have the time to take. I just, I just texted my buddy that. Okay, like, I, I that's fucking crazy. So my buddy was already like he already signed, and he's like, "God damn it!" I'm like, "Sorry, man. You know, it is what it is." So there you go, dump and change. <clears throat> um, we don't have Rangers or Bruins. Do you want to nope. talk Northeastern? Sure. Uh, so for those that have that aren't Northeastern fans, I apologize for the interview. I'm grabbing a selfie. I'm listening. But fuck you. You should be a Northeastern fan. Um, yeah, Abby Marone did the uh, the Pan Mass Challenge. So did my buddy Dom. 
Uh, Dom did it as well. So uh, we've had a lot of Huskies coverage, which has been great. Um, so current Huskies, Katie Knoll, Tori Mariano, and goalie Guna Phillips will join alumni Aaron Frankel, Maureen Murphy, and Haley Scamara at the 2023 USA Hockey Women's National Festivals, which that's great. Mm-hmm. And the list of All-American scholars were announced, and the list has a few former guests of the pod on there. Maureen Murphy, Taze Thompson, Megan Carter, Alina Mueller, Gwyneth Phillips, Lily Shannon, and the premier power forward in women's hockey today, Katie Knoll, all Katie made the Noel, list. Katie Knoll doing Katie Knoll things. All made the list. And, uh, yeah, the head coach, Dave Flint, was just to re- re- check out that interview. It was great. Is that the first time that you really sat down and talked to him? Uh, we've we've talked a few times, and he, he's very – he's a quiet – he's uh, qu- like reserved, I'd say, quiet. Uh, very dry humor. Nice, nice guy. We've had some interactions. We had, uh, dude, we had, uh, that time when I asked that, that idiot question about like, Hey, at the bean pot, when we talked about it in the interview too, when I was like, uh, coach Flint, uh, in a recent game, you were rumored to be wearing board shorts and a sleeveless tee. If you got retweets, uh, (laughs) any chance of seeing that, you know? And so after I asked him that question, which everyone that knew me or him laughed at, but, BC very snobby. They were not happy with it. We then we then had to walk. He and I walked through like it's a maze over there at Con as a Connie Farm, I think it's called. And he me and him walked through the like the underbelly of the rink and we were laughing the whole way about it. And we walked right by that fucking Harvard coach. And right when that whole story was breaking, and uh he was like, he looked at me like you're not gonna say anything, are you? <laughs> I was close, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to blow this press pass. So but, I think I think you and I have talked about this. We're gonna, we're gonna go to Matthews this year. Yeah, um, and hey, Carp, uh, Delaney, Flint, any players that are listening to this, we would like to do a live podcast post game in Matthews. Yeah, so I'm thinking I'm gonna do body paint and just Northeastern Huskies. <laughs> will you Will you do it with me? Shirt, no, tarps off, no. shirts off. No, I'll be, in, I'll, be in, I'll be in the press box and I'll catch up with you after the game. I'll be in the press box with you. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you we got to pick a game. Gonna this and they're going to be like, this isn't a bad idea. We, <laughs> we got to pick a game when they should just roll the other team, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and then we can have some fun with it and they'll have some fun. Dude, we, <laughs> I've talked about it with interviews. Their players will like, when my daughter got uh, like fan of the game and she was on the Jumbotron. Like players were like, "Oh, I saw your daughter on the jumbotron." I'm like, "It's hockey east, man. Pay attention. What's going on?" They're you they're so you see good. If Carp can get like the mascot uniform and see if you can wear it one of the games, <laughs> and don't tell any of the girls. And just oh, like, no. no, they go out and skate and everything. It's a whole thing, and that's someone's probably theater degree. That's probably like their co-op, you know. You should, you should do it, dude. We'll make oh, that a video. No. That'll be our Northeastern Huskies video uh, segment. <laughs> Um, beer league roundup. I haven't played hockey in forever. I did go for rollerblade uh, a couple days. I ago. saw your video when you were. Um, and so I've been. Everybody knows I've been playing a lot of softball. I met a couple people at softball who have like legit pond hockey rinks. So I'm really, really excited about that this year. The oh, league. If have, oh, if you have a really good pond hockey rink, maybe we'll go there and do a live podcast. At <laughs> they, they would love that, dude. That um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna be on a team this year, dude, because I work really? every other week. So I don't know how I can do that. I might just sub a lot this year and just skate as much as I can, which is going to suck because it, you, you miss out on, like, the camaraderie of, like, being – Can you do a pay-as-you-go go kind of thing and just be on Maybe. the team it's and just, just kick the into league, the – The like, league that we're in, the, the parody, is that the – no, yeah. the 
Yeah, the parity of the league's pretty crazy. So like if I'm not there, it's just it's a pretty detrimental thing to whatever team I got. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Maybe who knows? We'll see. Uh so I've played I so we I I every year I say I'm not playing summer league, and if I get roped into it, I'm I'm miserable because I don't get home in time a lot of times when I'm working. I don't get home to like seven. And you know, I like want to see my daughter and relax, and I gotta leave at like eight fifteen to make this right. fucking game. Uh, so one of the guys can't make it and he reached out to me. He's like, the league said you could take my spot. And I'm like, all right. So it was, I think I played my last game in early March was the last time I was on skates. Yeah. And I went and skated two weeks ago and I skated the other night. I'm actually skating tomorrow night. If I go, it's kind of a far ride, but yeah, I mean, my wind is awful and my knees were not happy, but, uh, yeah, I felt pretty good. It's just yeah. nice to get back out. Another yeah. reason why I'm pumped for the fall and the winter. Hey, good there's to nothing, see the there's nothing better, dude. There's nothing better. A fall skate when you walk outside and it's dark out and it's crisp air and you're like, okay, I have to go to the rink right now. And that yeah. is, is the <laughs> fucking best. I can't hey, wait. Do we, we've talked about this, right? Is there any beer that hits better than after hockey? Oh man. That's, that's the top three. We should do top three. It's beers. a really good beer. I love a shower beer. I love a garage beer. I love a lawn beer. Beach yeah. beer, but that beer, man, that a that cold ice beer, cold, ice cold, bud heavy in the parking lot. Um. All right, so that's what we had. Heroes and zeros time in. All right, heroes and zeros time. Um. I already did my hero in zero, so it's it's really it's up to you. Oh, this is me. So well, you're the right, hero, and the U.S. women's team is the zero. Let me reiterate that. So uh, I'm gonna leave uh, Bergeron as my hero for obvious reasons. So my friend Biz Elizabeth, uh, my friend Biz is the manager of a local movie theater. She's putting her notice, so I don't think I can get her in trouble. Uh, hey, you she, talked about this. She helped me achieve a lifelong dream. We had a private showing of the new Indiana Jones. It was four of us, five of us in the theater. We no one. I, I told my buddy Johnny, I'm like, sit way up there and don't talk to me. Uh, we got to the theater. We partook in various methods of THC ingestion. Uh, we went in. We had drinks, beers, snacks. We played the movie. At one point, one of us yelled out pause. And uh, she ran up and paused it. We went outside, went to the bathroom. Well, we went to the bathroom, then went outside and re-upped with uh, various uh, things and went back in and watched the end of the movie. I I remember bits and pieces. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, My buddy Johnny, I think, at one point said that he was so high he was afraid he was going to pee himself, I believe, is what he said. Uh, But, yeah, so she was uh, one of my heroes. That was something I've always wanted to do, and it was fantastic. That's cool. Uh, And then I have two other heroes that are involved with Northeastern Huskies. So my daughter turned seven uh, in July, mid-July, and uh, I was sitting at my in-laws. It was a Saturday. Her birthday was on a Saturday. I was sitting at my in-laws, and Coach Carp calls me. And uh, he was on a recruiting trip. I think he was in Ontario. Or a scouting trip, sorry. And he was in Ontario, and he's like, hey, man, I just wanted to call and wish uh, Riley a happy birthday. And I'm like, oh, man, that's great. And he goes, where is she? I'm like, she's upstairs. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, 
you want me to go upstairs? He's like, well, it's not your birthday. And I'm like, God damn it. So I went upstairs with him on speakerphone. He wished her a happy birthday and, you know, couldn't wait to see her at Matthews. I go back downstairs. We shot the shit for a few minutes, hung up. He then texted me and he goes, hey, answer the phone. If you don't recognize the number, you're going to get a phone call. And uh, it was, God damn it, it was Katie Knoll doing Katie Knoll things. That's so cool, dude. Fuck yeah. Katie, call, Katie Knoll, the premier forward in women's hockey today, took time out of her Saturday to call me to talk to Riley. And not only did she talk to Riley, she uh, agreed to go on. She went on FaceTime and let Riley carry her around the house so Riley could show her our dog and she could show her her room that she sleeps in at my in-laws and her animal, her stuffies, and then the rabbit. That's that you know because we can't leave the rabbit home when she goes down there for a week. We bring the fucking rabbit with us. So Katie did all that, and Riley uh, invited her to her birthday party, which was the following Thursday. And Katie couldn't go, but she was very like apologetic about not going and. Yeah. Uh, you know, just unbelievable. And to, to, you know, it's a D1 athlete who's got her own stuff and her own things and her own life. And to take the time to do that for a little kid means the world to Riley. And all it means now is that Riley is so locked in on the Katie Noel worship, which is just even more so. But yeah, good on them. They're my heroes because it was stuff that you didn't need to do. You know? Are, now, does Riley skate? Does she play hockey? She's she's she likes to play like uh like knee hockey in the house. Yeah, she likes her roller skates. But every time I've asked her, she's like, "No thanks." Okay. So I'm I I I don't want to be that parent that's like, "You have to skate," because then she'll yeah. hate it, right? Yeah. Right, right. But I mean, nowadays kids can pick it up at like ten years old and still play. You it'll know, be un- it would be unreal if somehow she like. Got to be fucking nasty and played for Northeast Northeastern one year. Can you imagine then we had the pictures of her birthday yeah. party. Yeah, yeah. So now, like Katie, if you're listening to this, you're on the invite list every summer, probably. But you yeah. know, yeah, it was. Uh, and and the and the players could not have been more gracious when I reached out to them about Flint. Yeah. Uh, all of them, like Chloe Arord, Alina Mueller, Taze Thompson. You know, everybody, Katie. When uh, uh, Abby Marone, they're all like paragraphs about coach and cool. just so cool, you know. Oh, and I do have a zero. Uh, so this fucking guy, <laughs> like to completely go 180. Remember, I told you I was getting a PlayStation, right? Yeah. So I went and got a PS4 from GameStop. Hell yeah. Got it. Put in uh, with Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Revolver Redemption, I think it's called. And I, I go to play this game and it's taking, it comes up on the screen. It's going to take 19 hours to download. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? So I call the kids that work for me and I'm like, is this right? They're like, oh, you should get like a land cable and plug it in, you know? Yeah, you need, yeah, you need to run it right to the wife. Yeah. So I did that and uh, it sped it up, but it still, it wouldn't, it wouldn't load. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, maybe it's the PlayStation. The thing doesn't work. So, cause it's used, right? From GameStop. Mm-hmm. And nothing against GameStop. Great company. So I, uh, I, I, I put another game in and it says like data corrupted. Put another game in, old games, data corrupted. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go, this is Friday night. Cause my plan for the weekend was to play video games and smoke weed. That was right. all I was going to do. My <laughs> wife and daughter are away. I'd lock the door and let's go. Uh, so I go back Saturday morning with the, um, with the PlayStation. And this is where my zero comes in. So I bring it in 
And I go, hey, man, I just got this yesterday. Here's the receipt. Here's the game. It wouldn't load. All these old games wouldn't play. I think there's something wrong with the, the PlayStation. And for those of you that have ever shopped retail, you know when you go to return something and the guy or the girl, the person there, has the attitude when they're, like, looking at it like, yeah, but I fucking did something. This mm-hmm. is my big scam to yeah. to cheat fucking GameStop out of one hundred and thirty dollars, right? And I didn't want my money back. I just wanted a new one that worked. Yeah, I literally said to the guy, "I go, hey man, is your last name GameStop?" And he goes, "No." I go, "Then what the fuck do you care? Just give me a machine that works." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh," uh, 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 and I'm like, "Oh my god!" So he finally gives me one. I go home. Game still doesn't fucking work. So I call one of the kids. Uh, the kid who was drinking beer in the video for mm-hmm. the morning skate, remember? Yeah. I call him up and I'm like, hey man, it's still not working. He goes, all right, go on the PlayStation store and download like a stupid kid's game that'll take like two seconds to download. So I do that. He goes, does it work? I go, yeah. He goes, the game is corrupted and it's fucking up everything because I bought a used game at GameStop yeah. also. So then I just, he goes, just download the game. So I downloaded Red Dead Redemption. It yep. took like 30 minutes to download and i've been playing it and i went and returned the other game and got my money back but yeah it was just so that guy's my zero but the game is good it's it's slow awesome. it's slow to get going and one of the controls is different than the old game i used to play because was it r2 on your right hand the bottom one yeah on the old game i played that was like to to cycle through like your weapons. Yeah. In this one, it shoots people. So I inadvertently killed a whole bunch of people because they're like, "Hello, stranger," and I'm like, "Pow, pow, pow," and I like kill the hotel guy or kill like some woman in the street. But yeah, it's getting there. I'm I'm exactly in the middle, okay, uh, of good and bad, and I haven't. And this is kind of my wife was like, "You can't say this on the podcast." I'm like, "I don't think it's problematic." I haven't. I've been all these towns like in the Delta and like New Orleans type place where there's a lot of uh, black people. Yeah. I haven't killed a single black person and I'm just mm-hmm. killing white people because I want the KKK to come after me so I can kill all of them. Is the KKK in the game? Apparently they're in the game and they like have cross burnings and shit and you can go fuck them up. Oh, I don't remember that part. I haven't played yeah. it in years. It's a really, oh. really good game now. Yeah, I've been joining it. I texted you when I was super high that I my horse died. But other than that, yeah. it's been good. your horse did die. Didn't you kill your horse? I had to because he was suffering. He couldn't get up. That's what you do in the old West, man. I think you probably could have fixed it, but okay. I tried. I tried. I gave him tonics. I gave him all kinds of stuff, and he could not get up. We fell off a cliff. I tried. I thought he would jump, but you can't do that. <laughs> right, dude. Well, if I don't die, why should he die? It didn't seem fair. As I mean, you're not. You're not wrong. But then once I shot him, I was like, "Do I now cut him up for food?" But they would didn't give you that option. So yeah. R.I.P. Buckus. That was what I named him after my dog. All right. One last segment. Three songs. <laughs> All right. Three stars time. You came up with a really creative three star at the beginning of it. Um, You're not going to hear me and coach Flint talk about video games. I will say that. <laughs> um. So what is it? Three things that we miss doing? Yeah, because we we were a little here you go a little uh, glimpse behind the uh, curtain uh, at the Wizard of Oz here is that Ked. So it's been we I did three interview solos and we, Ked and I hadn't been on it seemed like a month 
that you haven't been on the pod. It has and, been. It has been because it's been over a month because my uncle passed away July 1st. Oh, there you go. It's been well um, over a month. So, so I was like, man, it's because as soon as, as soon as we, I don't know if you caught this, but as soon as you, you already in the, what do you call it? A room? Yeah. Right? You already in the room, the the studio. And when I popped in, you started laughing immediately. And so did I, because it's like, oh man, we haven't done this. It's great. Yeah. We have so much to talk about. Yeah. And I was like, man, one of us said like, oh man, I missed this. And I was like, oh, that's it. Three stars. Three things that you miss. Obviously, we're not going to use the podcast, but. That probably, would have been a, that probably would have been a better cold intro, like that moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean start recording, like, immediately? Yeah. Oh, well, hey, we'll do it again some other time. All right, so three things that we missed. I think my number three star is just being a kid, and I'll be, like, a little bit more um, specific. Like, growing up, I always went to a summer camp. So, like, school would get over, and then there was a summer camp for, like, a month and a half. Yeah. Uh, parents would drop you off. You would literally hang out i think it was from nine to 12 maybe yeah it wasn't long it was only like three hours but it was the best three fucking hours ever you went to camp you played dodgeball you played basketball you hung out with your friends after it's done either my parents pick me up or i go to a a different buddy's house for like a pool party lunch was always made never had to worry about that shit i would just play all day and then guess what at night i'd take a shower i'd watch sports go to bed and do it all over again and that was the fucking dream dude and like growing up you always tell your parents you want to get older and they're like hey watch what you're saying and you think that they don't know what they're talking about but holy fuck dude i'd give anything to do that again so that's my third star so my number three star is right along those same lines i was i i didn't you did it much more eloquently than i um i have written down like a scribble Recess, capture the flag, four square, dot flag, dude. It's the Holy same, it's the fuck. same thing. I I those I love that. Like when you were a kid, like, hey, you want to play four square? Oh, we need to find yeah. we need to find all of guys. those games where all those games were played at the summer camp, yeah. too. And that's what we used to play in our neighborhood. I I grew, I was very lucky. I grew up in a neighborhood that had I don't know w- within like four blocks of my house, there was probably I would say pushing 60 kids within five years above and below me in terms of age. Yeah. And neighborhoods around here, yeah. neighborhoods like that, they go in cycles, right? You know, and yeah. and it was awesome. And I just remember that you don't come home in the streetlights. It was true. And like you could yeah. tell where your friends were by where everybody's bikes were, you know. Dude, it's so different now because like so I don't I'm off weekdays now, some weekdays or whatever. And like I'll drive around like nine, ten o'clock or I have to get somewhere. Or, like if I go to my mom's I have to go through some neighborhoods, whatever. Kids don't play outside anymore, dude. Like I never see fucking kids playing basketball, well, street hockey. I think there's a number of factors. I think one, there's there's much more an emphasis on um, video games. Uh, well, I think video games is part of it, but I think there's also an emphasis on uh, structured play, right? Like Riley goes to like the ninja gym, or she goes, yeah. to, you know. I think that's part of it, and I think another sad part of it is that I think as a parent myself you're much more aware of the staggering amount of fucking shit bags that are out yeah. there. And you have to be, look, dude, you have to be careful. Like me and Riley were leaving the supermarket. It's like a month ago. Now we're leaving the supermarket. I might've told you this and we were walking and there was some guy sitting in his van and it was a creepy enough that I clocked him. Right. Yeah. And he was probably just eating lunch. And yeah. I was with Riley and I went around to her to so in my in my truck, her seat is her car seat booster thing is 
uh, backseat passenger side. So if I look over my shoulder, I can see her. Right. Like my wife likes her directly behind her in her car, but I prefer it that way. Yep. Uh, so I go to that side to open the door, and Riley thought she'd be funny and go around the front of the truck. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, Riley, Riley. And it was instantaneously like, oh, like God. Heart, flat, yeah. wet. And I'm looking at that fucking guy, and I'm like, Riley. And she's like, <gasps> and I'm like, I'm so sorry I scared you. But but that yeah. that's the reality of it, unfortunately, nowadays. You yeah, know, I, yeah. I saw a picture uh, someone posted that I know. I think on Twitter or Instagram where it was a picture of a garden hose with water coming out of it. Mm. And it said, uh, these were the sport drinks when I was a kid. Oh yeah. No, so it's the same thing. Like you didn't know how bad the water was. Right. So it's yeah. you know, same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, my number two star, do you know what a speed pass is? Like on the highway? No, it's a mobile speed pass. So like you can go to a mobile. It's like this little black stick looking. Thing, oh, that you put you on your keychain, right? You get, yeah. And you get gas. Yeah. So I was in high school and like, I think it was high school, maybe the first year of college. I had a mobile speed pass. I didn't have to pay for gas. So it was like, here well, it is. someone paid for gas. Well, I didn't. And <laughs> I come to find out you can buy other things besides gas. You can buy yeah. Gatorades. You can buy chips. You can buy beers. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, I might have abused that a little bit. Um, myself, Hal, Rex, all of my friends uh, for the most part. And uh, that got taken away. But let me tell you what, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And having that speed pass was fucking sweet, dude. <laughs> so that's my number two star for sure. So I work for this company out, uh, outside sales. And I was up in Maine quite a bit. And uh, there's a, a sub shop, like convenience store called Amato's. Still up there. I think I went to college with one of the daughters. Um, but they take American Express. And I had a corporate card. And they don't itemize the receipt. So I used to go in there and I would buy like multiple things. So it was never below like 30, 40 bucks. So they thought at the corporate office that it was an actual restaurant. Yeah. And then on like Fridays. So like on Thursdays, when I knew what's going on Fridays, Thursdays, my I'd buy like a cheap sub and like a warm like 24, you know, like a warm case, you know, yeah. it'd be like 40 bucks. And then Friday I buy another. So I, and every, and I did that every, every time. So that's, <laughs> I, I feel you. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so my, my number two is right along those lines. And this, I think the last time I had this uh, was when I lived in Key West, uh, waking up in the morning and having no responsibilities. Yeah. It's been like 20 years since I've had that. Yeah. Like I'd wake up in the morning and I'd be like, do I want to go wakeboarding today before work? And work was like, I was going to bartend and scam girls and do drugs and drink alcohol. So <laughs> like, it wasn't really work, you know? And, uh, I was like, like to wake up and be like, do I go to the beach? Do I go for lunch? Do I call this girl? Yeah. And it was like, you know, man, waking up with no responsibilities. I'm a number two. It's so funny. Cause like, you say that's no responsibilities and that's like kind of the life that I live now where I can wake up and be like, what am I going to do today? And here I am stressed out thinking I have responsibilities. So thanks for putting that into perspective. Well, buddy. Don't have a, like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I, I had rent. Right. And I would make, I would make my rent in like one night bartend in spring break. I didn't have to yeah. worry about it. You know, it was easy. I didn't yeah. have a car. I drove a scooter. I used to pay yeah. my bills in cash. It was very different than my life yeah. now, you know? Uh, my number one star, it's going to be a fucking easy one. Watch your Rangers game, my old man, dude. There'd be nothing yeah. better getting home. I just mentioned that crisp fall air opening the fucking sliding glass door. The candle would be fucking burning. All the lights would be on in the house, and you'd hear the Rangers music, and we'd just sit the fuck down and watch. That was that was sick. So that'd be my number one star. If I go back and do anything, it'd be that. Ah, uh, Well, now you say it that way. I don't know if this if I could go back in time if I would do anything but that, but this is my number one star that I miss. When I lived in South Carolina, coming home, I had this – 
brindle boxer he was fucking great had him for like 14 years two acl surgeries and he was still going uh he i'd come home from hockey uh roller because we played roller down there i'd come home from hockey and we'd sit out in the back deck and i would have two beers and i would split the first one with him and then i would drink the half of that and then the second one and it was yeah i i just that was always something i look forward to like periods running down and you're like all right we're out of here and no one really drank because it was like wednesday nights at 10 o'clock and you know and you have maybe a beer or two in the parking lot but the cops are always there and i just remember i'd be like oh i'm gonna go home with uh with buckus and have a couple of beers on the back deck yeah that was always good i miss that yeah so that's my number one i think uh some honorable mentions like i had a beer league team probably three years in a row during the summer where we were just fucking degenerates dude and that was how like we would get so jacked up for that shit. Um, that was always a fucking really good time. I think I'm going to continue doing what I do now. I think I'm going to play hockey in the winter, fall, and then spring, summer, softball. Yeah. Well, two sport athlete, dude. Like like the kids, yeah. you can't have them just obsess over one sport. You got to mix them up. That's how you become a real athlete. So um, yeah. I'm trying to think, what the fuck else do I I remember I used to remember fishing like all the times going fishing was always something I missed doing. I don't have time for dude, high school I, football games, dude. Like those were always kind of fun. I Again, what does it come back to a cold, crisp air, dude, and being outside <laughs> and smelling kettle corn, kettle corn, you know, kettle what I mean? corn, your smell of high school football, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. And just like, I don't know, man, there's there's a whole lot of shit. I miss just like being a kid. Yeah. Really. You don't realize – that's right. To you young, kid, young kids out there, you don't realize how good you oh have Oh, my God. It. Christmas when I was a kid, dude, I used to get so many, so many presents. Wake up in the morning, it'd be fucking six. It's the only day all year I woke up that early and it was like, hey, let's go. I will say this. Uh, as an adult, Christmas comes back around when you have kids because yeah. I love – so we we have Christmas down at my in-laws and like Lori will go down there ahead of me and she'll be down there. And one of my things, I'm always working, right? Like right up until I go down. And one of my things is I like to wrap all the gifts here when everybody's gone. And yeah. I load up the backseat of my truck and bring them down. Yeah. And I love watching Riley as I bring in box after box because yeah. she's the only kid. Yeah. And I honestly, and I know whatever she's the only child and i don't care if i fucking spoil her because it's my job as her dad but the fact that when i come in with like literally like 40 fucking things for her it's the best so christmas comes back around for you as you get older and you have kids because it's awesome i love doing that for her you know those are the best dude just like fucking snow days like elementary school having a snow day like that was unbelievable summer vacation dude Kids get the uh, kids get the fucking notice on their phones. Yeah. We would have to listen to the radio, like going oh, we, were, we would have order. to watch the TV and watch the Before bottom the line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 damn man, fucking glorious. Going camping, going camping. Yeah. The kid was fucking sweet. So you bring your bicycle and you just ride your bike the whole time. We used to go camping out on an island on, up in Winnipesaukee. We'd paddle out to it on the canoe. No shit. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Actually, right, she wants to go camping and fishing, so I'm very excited about this. That's sick. Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. I'm gonna wait till it's a little cooler out because of the fucking bugs. So oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go. You go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say what we've been talking about for. We have a big episode coming up. Three hundred. So we're three hundred. Two ninety-seven. Dude, we, we should have, have Ken do the graphic, like the three hundred graphic. What's Isn't that a movie? Three hundred. Oh, oh, like the weren't like they? Movie. Like, uh, I never saw it. weren't they like? Um, they were like. Uh, Roman warriors or, or something right Trojan? i don't know there was something like that yeah, yeah he'll do it dude uh so for episode 300 mark your calendars although we don't know when it is yet but uh we're gonna do a live episode 
we said, yeah? Yep. Surprise guests. It's gonna be it's gonna be a uh I think yeah, we should we should good. both get surprise guests and surprise each other. <sighs> I don't hate that idea. Like people popping in at different times. I don't hate that idea. Yeah. I mean, I obviously agree. not like not like you know. Jerome McGinley pops in like we don't want to waste that you know what I mean it's got to be like stupid like just in case you had it in but like yeah. stupid stupid surprises I think it'll be did fun we ever check out if he was on cameo he's probably too classy for cameo but did we ever check that out uh, I don't think so if he's on cameo dude <laughs> that that there's your in save for my birthday <laughs> I, I doubt I doubt he's on cameo dude he's coaching now or yeah, he's he's not on here that would have been fucking cool though um, but we're also, I'm going to eat Taco Bell for the first time ever live on episode 300, which maybe I'll just have a five gallon bucket here next to me just in case. I mean, there, there's some still some pretty fucking cool names on here. Maybe we can fucking, I don't know, figure it out, but all right, guys. Well, that's what we had for you. Hour 16 minutes, a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. I thought yeah, same. Gonna I thought it was going to be like two hours, dude. Um, we rifled through that, but I feel like I read slower. That I normally do, so that's solid. But uh, what do you have for everybody else at home? Well, God bless you, Jerome McGinley, wherever you are. And I hope that someday you, me, and Bergie get to have a beer together. Wouldn't that be something? That would that would be sick. I Mike Ruzzoni just popped up on Cameo. $600. $600? $600 for to have him send you a video message. For like 30 bucks. I mean, uh, for 30 seconds, I mean. Yeah, right? we got him on the pod for free. Shout out, no. Clara. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, Clara. Yeah, Uh yeah wow well you know what if he's charging that it means people pay for it right pay that much captain of the fucking 1980 team i'd do it how what's the most expensive person on cameo oh i don't know i just searched hockey and i just have some like different ones that are coming up there's a lot of people like jeremy broders 16 dollars an echl goalie is that his son i don't know but darren darren mccarty 110 bucks kane vangate he was his guest 40 bucks John LeClaire. John LeClaire? Terry Ryan's 130 bucks. Well, it's because of the show now. How much was John LeClaire? John LeClaire was a beast. John LeClaire, 160. Wow. I think he's coaching too, right? Oh no, that's he's doing that celebrity coaching. Samantha thing. Vaughn, NHL cheerleader, $110. <laughs> this is unbelievable. All right. Well, that's what we have for you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll, we're going to get back to a little bit more consistency coming up here. But anything else, Brownie? No. September 23rd, Huskies puck drop, Penn State at Matthews. Get coming ready up. for it, man. A little more than a month. And I think I'm going to be away that weekend at a family thing. Let's well, think. go Huskies. Yeah. Shout out to Katie Noll doing Katie Noll things. Shout out to Coach Carp. Shout out to everybody. Oh, um, yeah. Coach Carp, book that. You, me, and Carp on the season preview. He is very excited. I'm in. Yeah, that's going to be great. That'll be a good one. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys uh, soon.